Have you come across people in your life who do not address their bosses by their names but rather by their designations only? Not one time but every single time. Now I find this really cheeky for two reasons. One, why does one do that? And second, why does the other person like to be referred by the designation instead of refraining from such a hideous act it's impediment and leads to nothing but red tapism in my view i sometimes wonder why does someone do something like that but then i think to myself it's a bootless errand to squander my time by contemplating about it I genuinely feel both are at fault to encourage something like this. One who does it either lacks a rock solid spine or self confidence in establishing a trust by their work and value they bring on table. Hence, they always have to put up to these acts of boss pleasing so that their job is intact and what happens to the world is not their worry till the time they are getting their paychecks. and the other one who is addressed by the designation wants a group of stooges to do a propaganda and campaign to establish himself or herself as a brand just to please their bloated egos because these people themselves want people to know them by the designation only trying to play with the minds by creating a sense of fear amongst the people that they work with It also happens when they have achieved something too early by a fluke shot which they might not be worthy of. A lot of people like to play the power of the chair to show they are high and mighty. In what terms they only know. But they fail to forget they will never earn trust from their people. You earn trust and respect when you connect with the team members consult them celebrate with them talk to them often instead of throwing the weight of your designation which wouldn't be there forever the power of the chair sometimes consumes us completely it's like fire one needs to know how much distance to maintain before they get burned Work culture on the contrary nowadays welcomes an open door policy in most of the workplaces where a subordinate can freely share their views with their management So many companies whether it's multinational private or public sector are busy participating in getting the awards for top 20 companies in the world for best HR practices or for the best working places I wonder how much of these results are actually true and not tabulated. How many employees genuinely fill the forms writing what they actually feel within or they just do it for the heck of it by just filling some rosy words. The question here is to bring value to the system and earn respect and not by demanding respect by the pseudo and spurious style. It's nothing but an act of sham. It is up to you what impression you want to leave behind. You want to be addressed by a mere designation or would you like to be your name remembered by the virtues and action you bring on the table?
it's for you to decide and nobody else hello everyone rise and shine this is your podcaster shomek with yet another podcast from the series the state of my mind now talking about mind i recently came across this saying the mind is not a vessel to be filled but a fire to be kindled now these lines were written by plutarch a greek philosopher in the early 80s to speak of the mind it's an abstract concept very differently understood by different set of people depending on their traits it is a word that points to surround the processes that happens in our brain through thoughts consciousness perception beliefs desires and sensation the mind is the terrain where conscious unconscious and functional processes take place all this is produced from structured processes in other words all this mental activity is just not random my dear friends rather it obeys pattern or blueprints that are learned throughout our lives now this does not mean that it is something which is unchangeable in the brain there is always a possibility for a change now some say there are three types of minds the rigid the fluid and the flexible and each one of them has its own characteristics and obeys a different kind of logic now let's talk about the first one the rigid mind often resisting to adopt new perspectives now that rigidity is in principle a defense mechanism fixed ideas gives you a feeling of greater control and protects you from uncertainties those who have these traits are ideal and perfect for discipline jobs and activities on the other hand those who have a rigid mind can also be somewhat superficial they do not stop to analyze or evaluate the validity of ideas or actions they assume that everything must happen in an orderly fashion which is also predetermined this leads to their having greater difficulties to be creative and that is why they usually limit themselves to repeating themselves they may feel very confused and helpless if something or someone takes them out of their comfort zone the lack of control over situations usually generates a lot of anguish and they start suffering for it let's talk about the second mind the fluid minds they are unable to be consistent and that's why they adapt instantly to whatever goes around them they takes the shape of the container where they are housed now this type of mind is a representative of people who have needs or need someone to direct them they have a hard time making decisions by themselves and even more taking positions on things they do not know what to do what to think and since they cannot do that they like to be delegated by somebody else they always are looking for somebody to have on their head they look for a boss now these who have these kind of minds also have a hard time being determined they don't really set goals rather they let others impose goals on them which is technically enough for them you know i mean they are perfect in following orders in a perfect way you know they are also known as the postman whatever the boss says they will take the message pass it on to the down below 
whatever the down below gives the message back they will again take it back to their bosses that's it that's typical their job you know what they do and that format is also there in their lives whether it's work whether it's professional whether it's out of work everywhere the same format is worked on let's not waste time on the second mind let's get into the third mind the flexible minds or oh, these are characterized by being adaptable now by being adaptable does not mean that like fluid minds they passively accept whatever happens no not at all its adaptation is thought through and creative they know how to situate themselves within reality without imposing their will but also without submissively accepting things around in this case thoughts guide them into actions see reality is an object that is processed and for which there is analysis and expansion there is openness to discussions which means flexible minds can also change opinions and adjust ideas this type of mind also creates the condition for it to keep developing you see life is change and change is positive because it challenges you and at the same time it also helps you to grow so it is time for you now to ask which mind are you are you the rigid mind or are you the fluid mind or are you the flexible mind now you keep thinking and on that very note i will say ciao and have a great day ahead and i look forward to connect back with you with another podcast of mine soon have a blessed day ahead hello everyone rise and shine this is your podcaster shomek with yet another podcast from the series the state of my mind now talking about mind i recently came across the saying the mind is not a vessel to be filled but a fire to be kindled now these lines were written by plutarch a greek philosopher in the early 80s to speak of the mind it's an abstract concept very differently understood by different set of people depending on their traits it is a word that points to surround the processes that happens in our brain through thoughts consciousness perception beliefs desires and sensation the mind is the terrain where conscious unconscious and functional processes take place all this is produced from structured processes In other words all this mental activity is just not random my dear friends rather it obeys pattern or blueprints that are learned throughout our lives now this does not mean that it is something which is unchangeable in the brain there is always a possibility for a change now some say there are three types of minds the rigid the fluid and the flexible and each one of them has its own characteristics and obeys a different kind of logic now let's talk about the first one the rigid mind often resisting to adopt new perspectives now that rigidity is in principle a defense mechanism fixed ideas gives you a feeling of greater control and protects you from uncertainties those who have these traits are ideal and perfect for disciplined jobs and activities on the other hand those who have a rigid mind 
can also be somewhat superficial. They do not stop to analyze or evaluate the validity of ideas or actions. They assume that everything must happen in an orderly fashion, which is also predetermined. This leads to their having greater difficulties to be creative, and that is why they usually limit themselves to repeating themselves. They may feel very confused and helpless if something or someone takes them out of their comfort zone. The lack of control over situations usually generates a lot of anguish and they start suffering for it. Let's talk about the second mind, the fluid minds. They are unable to be consistent and that's why they adapt instantly to whatever goes around them. They take the shape of the container where they are housed. Now this type of mind is a representative of people who have needs or need someone to direct them. They have a hard time making decisions by themselves and even more taking positions on things. They do not know what to do, what to think and since they cannot do that, they like to be delegated by somebody else. They always are looking for somebody to have on their head. They look for a boss. Now these who have these kind of minds also have a hard time being determined. They don't really set goals. Rather, they let others impose goals on them, which is technically enough for them, you know? I mean, they are perfect in following orders. In a perfect way, you know, they are also known as the postman. Whatever the boss says, they will take the message, pass it on to the down below. Whatever the down below gives the message back, they will again take it back to their bosses. That's it. That's typical their job, you know what they do. And that format is also there in their lives, whether it's work, whether it's professional, whether it's out of work, everywhere the same format is worked on. Let's not waste time on the second mind. Let's get into the third mind, the flexible minds. Now, these are characterized by being adaptable. Now, by being adaptable does not mean that like fluid minds, they passively accept whatever happens. No, not at all. Its adaptation is thought through and creative. They know how to situate themselves within reality without imposing their will, but also without submissively accepting things around. In this case, thoughts guide them into actions. See, reality is an object that is processed and for which there is analysis and expansion. There is openness to discussions, which means flexible minds can also change opinions and adjust ideas. This type of mind also creates the condition for it to keep developing. You see, life is change and change is positive because it challenges you and at the same time, it also helps you to grow. So it is time for you now to ask which mind are you? Are you the rigid mind or are you the fluid mind or are you the flexible mind? Now you keep thinking and on that very note, I will say ciao and have a great day ahead and I look forward to connect back with you with another podcast of mine soon. Have a blessed day ahead.